You're listening to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with Cat John, episode number two. G'day, gang. Welcome to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with me, Cat John. I believe that leading from the front is to share with others what it takes to become the creator of your own life, offering real guidance, raw truths, and relatable stories. Your journey to creating a fulfilling and meaningful life that sees your dreams turn to reality starts here. Real, raw, relatable. That's what I have committed to living and being for the rest of my days because for a lot of years I was very inauthentic, very inauthentic, you know, acting like how I thought I should act and being who I thought I should be to fit in, to be approved of and to be liked. And, you know, that's a relatable story, right? We all, we all know that, or some of us really know that way of living where you think you have to be a certain way in order for people to love you or in order for people to like you or to belong or to feel appreciated. You've got to do all this fucking excess rubbish that actually has nothing to do with getting what you want. It's just a condition that you believe that you have to meet to get what you want. It's a big task, you know, being real and raw. Um, But I think these days it's something that we're all fucking craving. You know, like, show me your real self. Show me your raw self. And, And this for me, this for me happened when I was 25, 26. And fundamentally how the zero fucks movement came about because I know so so many people like oh my god how did this come about the zero fucks movement it's fucking awesome I love it you know tell me more about it so when I was 25 I broke up with my boyfriend of six years and that fucking burnt my soul man like I was a relationship hopper you know, please, I don't want to be alone. I don't like my company. I don't know how to manage my own thoughts or my own being. Just fill my time with a relationship. Like that was me case in point until 25. So me and my boyfriend broke up. It was, it was actually after I kind of got all boom and empowered after healing chronic pain. And, you know, all these doors started to open as I became so fucking self-aware and aware of a power that was within me. I was like, oh, shit, there's some things in my life that I've got to face that I'm not facing and either I can run from this, but now I'm kind of like this woke motherfucker, so I better deal with this. So it was just very obvious that the next thing to transform in my life was this relationship. And it was a relationship that was so beautiful, but definitely dysfunctional and toxic. And, you know, we were together based on need rather than genuine want towards the end. So it was adios amigos after six years. And, 
you know, Tinder didn't exist back then, but I was like, Jesus Christ, I need a relationship. Like, please, please. I mean, look, I was sad. I was sad for a while. And, you know, the needy part of me wanted him back knowing that it wasn't, even though I knew it wasn't the right thing, but I, I just was needy of someone. So we didn't get back and I followed the guidance and I was like, I need something to fill my life. So, you know, I was pretty blessed. I would go out and guys would just leave me their number or I'd be at a cafe and they'd leave it at the front counter or they'd leave it on the table and it was very easy for me to pick up without Tinder. So I was pretty happy about that because I was distracted. I was distracted from dealing with myself and distracted from dealing with the fact that I had no solid relationship with myself. So I would go on these dates and they'd last for like six weeks and then, you know, just miraculously die. And then I'd meet another one, six weeks, die. Meet another one, six weeks, die. And this went on for like nine, 10 months. And I thought, fuck the male race. They're a bunch of this and they're a bunch of that. And, you know, they're not serious and they're not committed and they're not emotionally available for me. Like what's wrong with them? And then my brother, I was living with my brother at the time, and he said that he went to see a kinesiologist, and I was like, what the fuck's a kinesiologist? And he told me about it and, you know, explained sort of what it was, and I was like, meh, I'll I'll try it, you know. I'd given meditation and visualization and, you know, tuning in and imagining a go, so fucking why not, right? So I went to see a kinesiologist, and it was the first time I'd really taken the mind, body, soul, didn't even know about a soul then, connection to another level. And I was like, wow, this is pretty fucking cool. You know, she's, this person's able to help me communicate with my body and what's going on inside. And she's able to read me like, what the fuck's going on? So I was very intrigued. And after a few kinesiology sessions, I started making these links where I was like, hmm, There's a common denominator in all these, what I thought to be, fuck knobs, guys. And God damn it, it's me. (laughs) I'm the fucking common denominator. And it was this moment. I remember I was in Collingwood in, in our apartment. And I was like, shit, I'm the problem. I'm clearly bringing something that I'm not aware that I'm bringing or even what I'm doing to keep driving these relationships away or attracting in relationships that don't even want to be in a relationship. I thought, shit, I've opened up another level of myself. And it just became super duper obvious that I was just taking (laughs) anyone and anyone and never really considering do I actually fucking dig this person do I like our conversation do I like our connection do we even fucking have a connection and to be perfectly honest I hope my mum and dad aren't listening I'll tell them not to listen to this episode to be perfectly honest the connection that I was having with these men was purely sexual it was not 
mental or emotional, definitely not soulful. And again, I wasn't aware of the soul at that point, but I was, it was becoming, I was becoming aware. And I thought, wow, all I'm doing right now is just going in and hoping that this person will love me back. And I thought, wow, where's this coming from? You know, like what's, what's driving me to not even consider my own thoughts or my own feelings or my own opinion of is this is this good for me does this serve me does this serve my greater good is this a whole relationship is this a holistic relationship or is this just a wham bam thank you ma'am like get fucking cluey cat and it, it, this is what opened me up to then go, wow, maybe I need to take a step back from just diving into anything and being needy. So I was speaking to my kinesiologist about this and um, she she referred me on to a chakra empowerment course. And back then I was like, what the fuck's a chakra? Like I've just learned about kinesiology and visualization and imagination and meditation. Like, Jesus, man, what path am I on? But there was a pull, right? There was a magnetic pull that was just like, just come and find out about me. Come and find out about this world that I had no fucking clue where I was going. But it felt good, felt right. So I trusted her. And she said, here, I'll put you in touch with this lady who's a really good friend of mine. I've just finished the Chakra Empowerment course. It's online, and I think you'd love it. I'm like, eh, okay. So contacted her, signed up, paid the cash, did it. And the first chakra, if you know anything about chakras, like for a while I actually became a Chakra Empowerment course teacher and still, you know, to this day work with the chakras in myself. And when people come for coaching sessions and meditations, without them knowing their chakras are opening through what we discuss. The first chakra is the base chakra. And it's really about like fucking being in yourself and taking care of yourself and standing, standing in you, taking a seat in you and, and redefining who you are outside of your tribal beliefs, being your parents, your grandparents, your fucking heritage, your, you know, your school, whatever, however you were brought up, it's standing outside of that, the big herd and going, who the fuck am I? And what am I about? And who do I want to be about? What do I want to be about? How do I want to be in the world? You know, does being a good girl serve me anymore? Does being a rebellious little fuck serve me anymore? Does being the quiet, timid peacemaker serve me anymore? It really got me like in this process of self-inquiry and it was fucking brilliant. Self-inquiry and digging in. So part of the exercise, part of how to open your chakras, specifically your base chakra, was to, to go to this thing called five rhythms now, I'm not here plugging my kinesiologist or the chakra empowerment course or five rhythms. I'm just sharing and shooting the shit. And five rhythms, if you don't know about it, is a two-hour dance session where you dance to five different musical rhythms. Um, I think they're flow, staccato, stillness, chaos, and something else. There's a fifth one. Fucking cool. However, when you haven't been before, it's very confrontational. So I went, I went and I was like, here's my 25 bucks, you know, I'll pay it. 
And <laughs> I walked in through the doors and I was like, what the fuck have I walked into? What have I walked into? There were people dancing in, you know, their hippie pants. And I'm not being judgmental, but at the time I was being judgmental. I'm just sharing what my thoughts were at that time. I was like, fuck, man. There's people in hippie pants. There's people in this. There's people in that. Like, this is a hall of, like, where I don't belong. Right? And in that moment, I was judging my kinesiologist for sending me to the chakra lady. And I was judging the chakra lady for fucking sending me to this weird, wacky place. And then I was judging everyone there and I was like, wow, I'm a pretty judgmental motherfucker. And I was watching everyone and then I started judging myself. And I was like, you're the only dick here that isn't dancing. You're the only dick here that's not moving. Like, just leave. Leave. Tell the chakra lady that you've left or that, that you did it and it was amazing but just don't partake in this. Like this isn't your scene cat. This isn't what you do, right? And part of the base chakra and 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 like expanding your chakra was to do shit that, the, that you don't usually do. You know, it's stepping out of your this is who I am and this is who I'm not and anything outside of that I just don't do. And I was like, right, the very fact that I have judgment around this is the reason why I'm going to fucking do it. But for 20 minutes I was standing there very uncomfortable and I just had a moment with myself and I just thought fucking cat fuck it just just do it you have spent so many years disabled you have spent so many years not doing what is actually really good for you You have spent so many years destroying and destructing yourself. Just fuck it and do it. This is actually harmless. It's not drugs that you're taking. It's not cigarettes that you're putting into your body. This is just dance. Just do it. So I started moving my pinky. (laughs) I started moving my pinky. I started moving my hands and my wrists and my hips. And then I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm moving, you know, I'm, I'm a moving and I'm a shaking. And like after 20 minutes of still standing on the spot, but moving my body, I started to feel the rhythm. I started to feel the beat. And I was like, hell fucking yeah. And I danced since I was a little kid. I was always, you know, in dance class from when I was four up until 18. No, maybe not 18. I'd say 16. And loved dancing, but it was choreographed dancing. This was just free, free dancing. Now, granted, the music was different. It wasn't like music that you can kind of sing to and that you know. So it was a bit, it was a bit out there. But I was loving it. I was absolutely loving it. And I found this freedom. I found this flow. And I was like, man, I am dead set coming back. And I came back week after week after week for six weeks. The second time I went, I went there, gave my 25 bucks, probably took me about five minutes to get over my judgments and judging everyone else. And I was like, just just get in. There was this moment in chaos, which is one of the rhythms. I was 
you know, it got super loud and tribal and crazy. And me and this guy started circling one another. I was like, fuck, he's pretty hot. And I was like, you know, cat, don't do anything because, you know, you're going to look like a slut and people are going to think that you're that girl that just kisses people at, you know, five rhythms. But I was in this moment. We're in this moment. We're circling. It was very animalistic. It was very tribal. And then next minute, I'm bashing this dude with a whole bunch of people surrounding us, like, going off and tribal. And I remember kissing this guy thinking, oh, my gosh, you dickhead, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're an idiot. Everyone's looking at you. You shouldn't be doing this. You're doing the wrong thing. You're going to get kicked out. And it was another moment where I just said, Kat, fuck it. Enjoy this. Embrace this. This is free. This is freedom. The only person judging you is you. And all you're doing is projecting your judgments onto others, thinking that they're thinking something about you, but you don't even know if they are. But even if they did, or even if they were, like, does it really matter? How much does it matter? Now, I know I should have been enjoying this kiss, but dead set, this was all going on inside my head. And then I started thinking, how much of my life has been based upon me giving a fuck about what I think people think? Not even about what they think, what I think people think. This imaginary illusion of like, oh, they're they're, they're thinking this about me and they're thinking that about me. And in that moment, I got it. I got this overwhelming sense of freedom where I really understood that it was just me thinking what people thought about me. And that was my greatest pain. That was my greatest suffering. So to me, that was job well done from Five Rhythms. Thank you, Five Rhythms, for creating the space for that to take place within me. And so I stopped going after six weeks and I started just doing dance from home. And I've just been doing that ever since. Now, fast forward. Well, wait, I won't fast forward yet. How that served me and how that helped me. So if you remember, I had no relationship with myself. I found it very difficult to be around me. This started to unlock a comfortability and a real desire to want to hang out with me more, to understand my psyche better, to understand how I thought, to understand or even to to question how I thought and how is that working for me or how is that not working for me. And this relationship with myself started to build. Over that period of time, the, the need or the crave for someone else to fill the void inside of me lessened. Because I started filling me with me. I started enjoying me with me. And this was the start of the fucking journey. This was the amplification, I should say, of the fucking journey. And fast forward to now, well, actually a year ago, when I was up in my loft space and I was dancing around and I said to myself, well, even before that, I make choices to this day that are always aligned to the way that I know my soul would love to live my life. And, and one of 
the choices that I had over a year ago was to, you know, have wealth and abundance through sharing my creative expressions, right? So very much like I used to back in the day of tuning in and seeing myself earning money and doing the things that I love from just sharing what I fucking love, I would, I would visualize that. And so I did. That morning, I visualized that. I visualized, you know, me like having an, an, an abundant and an enriched life from just sharing what I love and doing what I love. And I asked myself the question, like, what's what's my next step? What's the bridge for me to, to, to gap, you know, to, to be doing that or to be doing more of that because I've been doing it for a while. And the word dance came in to my consciousness and I was like, what do you mean dance? Like how the fuck's dance going to create any form of wealth and abundance? Like that doesn't make sense. I'm a coach, I'm a speaker, and I do meditation. Like, hmm? Anyway, went upstairs to my little loft space and I chucked my music on. I just thought, you know, I'll have a boogie and I'll have a dance. And there was that little voice inside of me that said, record it, record it. And I was like, okay, I'll record it. So I recorded it. And after I recorded it, there was the voice inside of me. Now, when I say the voice inside of me, I'm talking intuition. I'm talking, you know, my greater, higher self. Because for 10 years, I've been communicating with this voice, exercising it, practicing into it, and tuning into it every day. Not just every now and then, just not Monday and Sunday. It's like every fucking day. So that voice is constantly speaking to me. And there's a, there's, there's a resounding difference between your egoic voice and this voice. And this voice was like very calm, just share it. I'm like, hmm. So I went went on my phone, went to put it on my phone. And for 20 fucking minutes, I was like, no fucking chance. No chance. Like people are going to think that (laughs) I'm a dick. Who does she think she is for sharing like dancing? Like she looks like a loser. Why would she do that? Yada, yada, yada. 20 minutes, there I went off rock and rolling. And I just thought, wow, look at me go again, projecting my judgments onto others of what I think they're going to think about me dancing. And once again, in that moment, I just said, fuck it, cat, do it. This isn't about you. This is about sharing a ritual and something that has been a part of your life for a good six years now. Just share it. So it just so happened to be a Tuesday. There's nothing fancy schmancy about how this created. It was on the fly. I'm like, okay, cool. If I'm going to share it, let's create a hashtag. So I was like, zero fucks, looked up zero fucks. I'm like, nah, it's already taken, you know, what can I do to, to make this like stand out? So I thought, okay, well, I'm clearly saying fuck it. And I'm like, well, fuck it. And I'm like, nah, that doesn't resonate. And I started to piece together. Okay. So I'm giving zero fucks. I'm not giving a fuck. I'm saying, fuck it. You know, what's the day today? It's Tuesday. And that's as simple as how that hashtag came together. Zero fucks Tuesday or ZF Tuesday. I made it ZF Tuesday because it was just easier 
because people, you know, I would have thought would be like, is it Zero Fuck Tuesday? Is it Zero Fucks Tuesday? Like, how are you spelling it? And I'm like, it's just ZF Tuesday. And then I posted the fucking thing. And the response was epic. The response of like, wow, that looks so freeing. Or, oh my gosh, I do this in my home. And, you know, I wish that I could have the confidence to do that. Or, you know, how did you get the confidence to do that? And I was like, mate, if only you fucking knew what was happening 20 minutes before in my psyche before posting this. Anyway, when the day was done, I got all these messages of can't wait till next Tuesday. And I thought, what the fuck are they talking about? Can't wait till next Tuesday. This legit was meant to be a one-off thing. I thought, huh, this is like something that they're enjoying. And I enjoyed it too, you know, the whole process of it. So the following Tuesday, I did the same thing again. And it was the same response. Can't wait till next Tuesday. This is amazing. I hope one day I have the confidence to do that. And within six to eight weeks, you fucking legends out there took this upon yourself to start getting on board the zero fucks movement sending in your videos, using the hashtag, challenging your mates. This is how ZF Tuesday has blown up and gone from just me in my little loft space to a global social media movement. Now, six months of this taking place, you know, this was just online, an online social media movement until someone said, you should run a live event. I thought, oh my fucking God, that scares the shit out of me. And because it scares the shit out of me, I'm going to fucking do it. And that was the first time ZF Tuesday. So if you remember back to the choice that I made, wealth and abundance through my creative expressions, this was a live dance event where people paid for a ticket and where a creative expression of how I love to express myself has become something that is now a part of my income. Corporates are reaching out. Wellness retreats are reaching out. Schools, high school girls' schools are reaching out. People are wanting talks about the Zero Fucks movement. And it's all from sharing something that I fucking love. But I want to make this point really, really clear. The Zero Fucks movement isn't about sticking your middle finger bird up to the world and going, fuck you, I don't care what you think about me. If that's what you think it is, I'm telling you right now you're wrong. The zero fucks movement is acknowledging that there were no fucks in the first place to be given. And what I mean by that is when I went to the first five rhythms, I was caring or giving a fuck about what I thought people were thinking of me. But in fact, there were no fucks to be given. There were no cares to be given in the first place. There was no need for me to give that any energy or attention or power. Much the same as when I first decided to posted up online. There were no fucks to be given. It was only the fucks in my head or the care factor in my head about what I thought people were thinking of me. That's the zero fucks movement. And to free yourself from that shit 
that shit that goes on inside your head because it's complete and utter fucking bullshit. When you stick the, the bird up to the world and you're like, I don't fucking care what you think about me because it's a defense mechanism. It's a fuck you. And that's not the zero fucks movement. The zero fucks movement is about not giving a fuck about what you think you think other people think and freeing yourself from that and understanding that there were no fucks in the first place to be given. So if you're out there and you're like, oh man, I want to, I want to like get involved in the zero fucks movement. I want to put a, a post up and I want to dance and, or I want to come to one of your live events. The only thing that's stopping you is you, but you're putting it on other people by saying, they're going to think this of me. They're going to think that of me. Like dudes, just fucking take back the responsibility and the ownership and just say, I'm holding myself back. I'm holding myself back, but I want to free myself. I want to free myself. And this movement, this zero fucks movement, the free your shit through movement movement is just one modality for you to do it. Plus it's fucking fun. Plus you're celebrated when you do it. And the amount of comments and DMs that I get, especially from men who say it is so beautiful to see women in their pajamas, in their Ugg boots, without makeup, without pouting, without half their asses out, who are just there dancing and being free. The amount of messages that I get in that it's just so naturally beautiful, it's just so naturally attractive, is amazing. So I challenge you to free yourself and use this movement as a modality where you are safe, where you are supported, and you are definitely fucking celebrated. Because this for me was a total fucking game changer. When I was so consumed with what I thought people thought of me and blaming other people for why I wasn't really fucking living my life and being brave and being bold and just being free to fucking be me. I challenge you to be bold. I challenge you to be brave. And if you're sitting on the fucking fence watching people, you know, do their thing on a Tuesday, get involved. If you've been wanting to come to a live event, but you're like, oh my God, dancing's so awkward. Oh my God, just come. The fun you have is ridiculous. The celebration is ridiculous. The connection you feel to other humans, the walls, the barriers get broken down. It's fucking ridiculous. It's out of this world. And it's something we are all gagging to experience. This isn't about sticking the bird up to the world. This is about giving zero fucks to the bullshit thoughts that are in your fucking head. Beautiful gang, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Real, Raw, Relatable podcast. If you did, I kindly ask you to subscribe to the podcast, to rate it, 
and share it with someone special, a colleague, a friend, a family member, or someone who you know who really needs to hear today's episode. I also invite you to come and check me out on my socials, in particular Instagram, cat.johnkat.john, where you'll get in on all of the fun, on the things that I'm creating in my business, Zero Fucks Tuesday, free meditations on Sundays, and in your face quotes and powwow messages. Also go and check out my live trainings and elite coaching program over at catjohn.com.au. Have an awesome day, gang. Peace be with you.